Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 472 for Tuesday, the 5th of October, 2016. It's not Tuesday. Oh, it's not Tuesday. It's Wednesday. That's right. And that means Sasha Dermatis is here, folks. So nice to see you. I'm Robbie Ferguson. I am Sasha Dermatis, and I am super happy to be back. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It is Wednesday. How long is it going to take me to get used to that? You uh, wrote it on here as well. I wrote it on the list as Tuesday. Tuesday. Hey, well, tonight, you know, it can only go uh, up from here. We're going to be looking at how we can pull apart an old laptop whose cooling system has baked itself quite literally. And when that happens, we're going to learn what some of the symptoms are and how we can fix it. So will it work? Can we do it live on the air? I know I can't, but you can. You want to stick around and we will see if I can. All right. Now, Robbie, here is what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. We may finally find out just oh, what's legal and illegal to watch on Cody boxes as a man charged with selling them is taking it to the top court. An artificial pancreas has been approved by the FDA. Johnson & Johnson is warning that one of their insulin pumps can be hacked to administer lethal doses of insulin. If you or someone you love are diabetic, stick around for the info. NVIDIA is on the autonomous vehicle game, but they're taking a different approach. Rather than programming the car how to drive, they're using AI to teach it how to drive. More like how people learn. A Commodore 64 is still in operation in an auto shop and has been working solid for the last 25 years. And Google is officially in the hardware game. Stick around, the full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 472 for Wednesday. You got it. The 5th of October. But the first ever Wednesday. The first ever Wednesday. Okay. 471 weeks ago. 472 weeks ago, I started Category 5 Technology TV from a little home studio. And it has evolved over these years, but every single Tuesday for 471 weeks, I have produced a show. We've broadcast live from whatever studio we were in. We're in our fourth studio now. Right. Okay, so I want to ask... It's going to take a while. What originally made you choose Tuesdays? Tuesdays were the most amazing night where nobody had anything going on. Okay. And then Sasha Dermatis got a job where they worked her Tuesday nights. Do you know why? Because because I work at a chiropractic clinic and we do... And they recognize, too, that Tuesday nights nobody's got anything going on. So, yeah. So Mm -hmm. here's the deal about chiropractic clinics. We all want you there. But in order to come in as a patient, we need to give you information about chiropractic because nobody knows anything about chiropractic, really, until they actually... Pretty much everyone's scared of it until they learn. Exactly. So we do an information session. Mm. Much like you do an information session every single week on Tuesdays, right. we also do one on Tuesdays because nobody has anything to do on Tuesdays. Right. So that's how it started, right? For me. So now everybody who is free on Tuesdays, go visit your local chiropractor. <laughs> you think that's how it works? Yeah. I got to say, though, I mean, not you know, techn- technology aside, um, I use a mouse all the time. I'm on a computer all the time. And honestly, uh, Gonstead Chiropractic has been life-changing for me because I had I was diagnosed with ulnar nerve entrapment so I was having trouble with my arm couldn't click my mouse 
I was getting scared, folks, because I'm a geek. Some of you might not know this. That is how Robbie and I met. That, that is. is why I'm here right now. Turns out I had a slip disc in my spine that was actually pinching off the nerve that goes to my arm, and nobody else ever diagnosed that. So right. it was pretty cool. So much the same bodies or computers, or much the same... That made that whole sentence <laughs> made no sense. Much the There's same your as t-shirt. computers are run by like an operating system. So our bodies and you need kind of brain. more like water flow, eh? Like, yeah, like, like I mean, if you pinch off a hose, what happens? Exactly. So yeah. So anyway, super cool. And now we're on Wednesdays. Now we're on Wednesdays, which rocks for my life. Every single week, I will be here. Which is amazing for the chat room. I guess I, I. I, I can start taking them off. Jeff is going to learn how to opt the system, push the buttons. Could you imagine Jeff and I taking over the world? That'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of fun on episode number 471 last week. And at the end of the show, you remember, Jeff and you took over yeah. the, the set. And I sat back. And I thought, this is great. This is amazing. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't have a clue how to run anything. That's on, fine. Hey, in your chair. as long as there's <laughs> one who knows how to push the buttons. So there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, so speaking of the software and pushing the buttons, um, tonight we're using Wirecast 7.1 from Telestream. You can find out more about them at cat5.tv slash Wirecast. It is a completely new experience. Um, Telestream Wirecast, of course, has been our uh, software of choice for broadcasting for many years. And with the release of 7.1, hey, if you're interested in webcasting, it is fantastic. I'm loving it. There are a couple of little glitches in the UI that they're working through because of the fact that it is brand new and they've completely revamped it. Um, I would say, you know, almost from scratch with a lot of it. Oh, really? And it works really, really nicely. So if it looks great to you tonight, that is why. That that would be a big part of it. We've got some really cool effects and and some nice overlays and the ability to do more than we've ever been able to do before. Like effects, like you can like blur the grays out of my hair, that sort of effect. Uh, n- not so much that. <laughs> like I mean, filters? I'm sure. Yeah, we could use chroma key and stuff to do that kind of thing if we wanted to. But more like, uh, for example, we've got some CGI transitions now that oh, okay. were not there before, and it's a little more sophisticated. So we can do stuff like this where we swoop in. And that's happening pretty okay. fast. But if I change that to a slower speed, you can see, for example, what I'm actually doing is oh, doing some okay. funky kind of transition effects there. I like that. Which is nice. For and, dramatic effects. Oh, yeah. This is good. So that'll be good for like newsroom transitions and I such. think, yeah, and I can do that kind of thing as well. You're going right. to see that. But, yeah, that's exactly right. So oh, flying things in a little bit differently now. So okay. pretty cool. Did it take a lot for you to transition from one to the other? Or well, was we it- just installed it, and so it was just setting up all the shots today. So okay. I'm learning the new interface, so if something goes wrong, you know that it's probably me pushing the wrong thing. If a microphone is, is not working in a certain shot, please let us know uh, in the chat room. Sasha is here, and she's watching the chat. I'm watching the chat room. So if, like, on camera I look like this... Because I've missed you all. <laughs> well, then I'll just like kind of I'll just zoom in like this, like a nice swoop. So that, and then there's Sasha. I you know what I noticed um, the other day at work is yeah. uh, so now we we moved offices at the clinic and so now my front desk like it faces out this really big window into this parking lot of this mall that is getting better but has 
a reputation of being sort of a lower end mall, lower end parking lot. There are some mm. interesting things that happen in the parking lot, but it turns out when I stare, my mouth opens. Like I can't stare. <laughs> so people are walking by and they're like, "What is this?" And I literally and a- like. <laughs> there was this woman, oh, and boy. it turns out she worked for the mall. This is, I hope that, I okay. really hope you're not watching this right now. <laughs> woman who works at the mall oh, um, and I guess she was inspecting the curbs but I thought she was doing something with the cars because she right. was like slowly walking and kind of like scoping at the cars and she was at another like a co-worker she was at Sarah's car and I started getting kind of freaked out by her because she had like like just this look about her like she was smoking yeah. so <laughs> I stared at her until somebody laughed at me and then I realized what I was doing <laughs> Um, so I went out to ask her if she had lost her keys or her mind or like anything. <laughs> the Which, typical questions you would ask when a person is looking at a curb. Well, because, yeah, she was kind of shuffling around with her foot. And I thought maybe in the leaves, because it's now fall, right. that she had lost her keys or her or her mind. And that was my quote. Have you lost your keys or your mind? You actually you said that to a help? person? Yes. You said that to a person? Because I have no filter. And it looked like it was one or the other for sure. Like <laughs> A or B. Keys or mind. Something is gone. Um, <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> she is pretty big up in the mall. So I've made a friend. That's when you're like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say the darndest things, don't I? Uh, yeah. Oh, funny. Okay, don't yeah. watch which it was a door joke. I walk in. It was a joke. In. Come on. Don't you have a sense of humor? Yeah. yeah. So that's me. Last week, we did our 360 special. That was cool. Yes. Can I show you what the camera looks Please like? Please show us. Okay. So this is a 8K 360 camera. Okay. Uh-huh. So... It takes two videos, one from this side, 220 degrees this way and 360 degrees this way. Okay. And similarly over here, 220 degrees this way. So they overlap and 360 degrees this way. Okay. The neat thing about the fact that they overlap is because they overlap, the camera literally just hovers there in the shot. So when you're looking around the set, you can look down and you don't actually see the tripod that the camera's on. Oh, because they overlap weird. 220 degrees is an extra 40 degrees per side you've got an 80 right. degree overlap right oh cool so it's pretty neat stuff those are actually available at cat5.tv slash action cam and a little progress report for you i gotta show you this can i show you this oh there's this is going to be hard because everything's backwards to me so that is uh that looks like shelly krista and erica it is so cool. And if I turn it around, well, you, you can see, How? like, if I look down, it's really hard to do. You know what? I'll change shots here. How are you going to do this? So if I look down, there's just the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I look up, it's the ceiling. And then if I turn, I can see Lionel it's over there. So it's full 360-degree video. Now, if I reset the calibration here... Then you can see Jeff and I sitting at the desk and making the look best up, face. Look down. <laughs> and there we are. So that's what, you know, you put this in your headset, your Google Cardboard headset, and right. then you push the little button that switches to Google Cardboard mode. And now you're looking at it like this. I okay. just love it. Isn't that cool? So when you're watching episode number 371, you can actually see everything around you can look around and when someone comes up behind you you can turn around so when you arrive we can all turn around and look 
This is just a freeze frame that I posted on Twitter just to show you uh, kind of what it looks like and, and how it's coming along. How is it coming along? It, well, let me tell you, a little bit of a progress report. It takes about 55 to 56 hours to render a two and a half hour video in 360 space. It's 8K of video. Okay. 4K is the final resolution. Uh, you've got f- uh, 4K per side. Right. And then it combined as 8K, and then you compress it down to eight uh, to 4K. Okay. So four times the resolution of 1080p. Right. But um, so it's very time-consuming to render it. It was very very close to done, it, within about 15 gigs of being done. And okay. Windows 10. The operating system on the computer that was rendering it decided it's time that you would like an update and it rebooted the operating system the computer without asking does it oh (laughs) so So, like what are the chances of that ever happening uh, like i guess 100 percent. i guess well yeah i guess but you wouldn't have predicted that to happen like you would have just gone ahead 50 hours of work gone Right, like, but you like you never would think, hey, Windows might do so. Like, sure. is there a way to check into the future? Wouldn't it be neat if Windows? You know, like, wh- here's the thing. Okay, and I'm a Microsoft Windows hater at this point, uh, quite literally. After that, with a slight Linux bias, a slight Linux bias. <laughs> and by the way, Blender runs great on Linux, so that'll be the next step. Is to, that's super? Uh, the reason it went on a Windows 10 machine that's a here. Great question. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a state, so why? But you, you can ask why? the question. Why, Robbie? Because our Windows 10 machine is the most powerful that I have. So in order to try to expedite the process of rendering, I used that machine. So I installed the Windows version of Blender Mm-mm. rather than using a slightly less specification computer for our render. It's painful. Even though we could have used Linux. So the process went very well, but that really was a big hiccup because you're, you're looking, you know, with 50 hours of work uh, of render time, that's basically three real-time days to me. So right. that's three days of work coming in at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. to start processes and do editing and stuff like that. So, uh, so we got the final re-render mm-hmm. this morning. Okay. And now stitching has to happen again because that process was um, was lost in that. And so stitching just takes the two camera visions and brings them together? Brings them together so that it can work on a sphere because right now they're two hemispheres. Uh, what do you call it? Is it a hemisphere? Two, two half spheres? Yeah. Basically. So if you were to look at, uh, if you were to only use one of them, one side, and you look behind you, it would just be black behind you because that's, oh, okay. that's where the camera is. So stitching takes them, the two of them, stitches them together, lines them up accurately, and does a nice little kind of blur between them so that it's a nice smooth transition oh, to them, okay. not a cut, and then renders out an equirectangular video file. And that is what we can use on things like YouTube and on your Google Cardboard device because Equirectangular, what it does is it creates a a huge 2 over 1 canvas, 4K canvas at 2 over 1 aspect ratio, and that gets wrapped around you in this virtual space. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's really cool how the tech works, but it's very involved to get there. Um, does Blender let you farm renders out to multiple slaves to speed things up? That came out of my brain, not at all. Sparkly d- balls. Oh, did uh, 
<laughs> I was like, wow, that's My a brain. really great question, Sasha. <laughs> no problem. Well, then. Like. To pull these and for right those who are new head. here, sparkly, uh, sparkly Balls is a gentleman in our chat room. Um, no, not really, but it would be nice if you could set up a nice render farm and, and put uh, you know, a whole bunch of computers together and allow them to be working on frames. There are scripts, like Python scripts and things that will do it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's very involved to get it set up. So our setup is more like the, uh, stick it on the most powerful computer and hope that it For will render the best as then fast it doesn't as update. possible. But it is like, it's really slow frame rate. So what's the future for us with this camera? Can we do other episodes? Can it be a We talked about the affair? round table thing. Yeah, so is that I something I love that, that idea. It can't happen? It could. Uh, because as we, as I, get better and better at uh, and learn ways to expedite the process, and because right now it's a very big learning process because it's never been done before two and a half hour 360 vr video in a studio space where you're looking around it's never been done um mm-hmm. but also um there's no information out there on frame rates and things like that for example i had to come up with an algorithm to calculate the average frame rate on a vbr uh, or on a variable frame rate okay. 4k file so that the lips would sync with the video Right. So that information is not readily available at this time because it's new technology that isn't available on the consumer market really yet. Right. So... As you learn this, we'll be sharing what you've learned. We are. We're going to be doing a special here on Category 5 Technology TV, uh, and we're going to be teaching you how to create your very own 360 video, uh, even on the cheap. I mean, it, it can start as low as, like, doing it for 150 bucks. Can you imagine? You won't get the same kind of quality as we're getting from our full rig but you you can do it for for cheaper so mm. it's pretty neat stuff so i'm i'm excited to to show that off so timeline because uh, people are looking for an update the video should be ready um now tonight i'm going to start the stitching process after the show and I, obviously i had to stop that because we're broadcasting tonight and it uses the processor like no other right and uh it should be ready uh tomorrow night late 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 like we're talking like three o'clock in the morning kind of idea so uh, 28 hours from now kind of idea um so then Mm -hmm. uh i'm coming in to edit it on the weekend render it out upload it to youtube get it on my google cardboard and jeff and i are getting together on monday night to actually create a two-dimensional version for those of you who are watching on the tv Crazy. Yeah. That is awesome. So it should, should be so, happening very, very soon. If you're watching it 2D on the TV, would, would, how would that work? Do you have to pick it's one neat. view or the other? No. Uh, because if you're watching on a TV, the idea is it's, you're sitting on your, on your couch or whatever and watching it to watch Category 5. Right. So what I'm doing, if mm-hmm. I may... And I shouldn't get too much into this, Sasha, to be honest with you, because of the fact that we are going to be doing a behind-the-scenes how-to. Right. But what we're actually going to be doing is taking the phone, okay, loading the video on here so it's not using our bandwidth or reliant on, right. you know, if the internet goes down, then it stops. Uh, and then mounting the, the phone in here, then placing the VR box mount on here and out through the augmented reality hole here right. comes a cable. And that cable looks a little something like this. And this converts the USB port of a LG phone or mm-hmm. any other phone that's compatible. It can be a Samsung or whatever. It converts the USB port into 
HDMI. Gotcha. Okay. So then HDMI output goes into our Wirecast broadcast machine. We hit record, and I sit there with the headset on, and I look around. And what the 2D version of the video is going to be is what I see as I'm looking around. So if I look over here, that's what you're going to see in the 2D video. Cool. Yeah. I think I it's going like to work it. really well. It's going to be pretty cool. So that's what we have in store for you, folks. Very cool. It's coming. I, I have like a random off-topic question from the chat room. I love it. Okay. So Amazon. Yes. We know that we're, we're affiliated with Amazon. Like if you buy are, from yeah. Amazon, it helps us. Through our links. I received three checks from Amazon today. Okay, perfect. Because Lyndon was asking. Oh. Yeah, so Lyndon wanted to know if there's a, like a good percentage that we get. I, From guessing, Amazon sales? Yes, yeah, yeah uh, it makes a huge difference. Uh, as I say, we received three Amazon checks today, one from Germany, one from France, and one from the United States. Okay. And that is amazing because like, they, they come as you make purchases, right? Right. Um, right now, our United States uh, affiliation is at 6.5%. So when you make a purchase... Uh, oh, it awesome. makes a huge, you can imagine how much of a difference that makes. Those, so, I mean, you, you bought a waterbed, somebody bought a waterbed, and, and that, thank you. Yeah, thank you for your I, waterbed. I don't see who does it. Like, I don't see any, anything more than just the sales Somebody members, cool has a waterbed. It makes a huge difference for the studio. Yeah. Um, so would I have to go on and click the link every time I went to Amazon? Or if I do yes. it once, does it, like, install a, I don't know. No. It, it, like, Cookie? The cookie is, uh, is a very short windowed cookie. So basically they assume that you're going to click the link, you're going to find what you're looking for, and then you're going to buy it. If you okay. walk away from your computer, the cookie will reset itself. However, you can go through the process, add everything to your cart or your wish list or whatever, then come back to our website, go through the partner link, click on Amazon, oh. your cart will still be intact. That's then so you can smart. purchase your cart. So That's it could be 10 smart. days later, but you've still got to go through that link. Right, because I do have like I have a handy Amazon app, right, and right. I just click it. Yeah. But I can just add stuff. Unfortunately, to the cart, yeah, then. the app burns the um, the partners. Right. Because we don't get an aff our affiliate um, revenue from that. Right. So if I use the app, fill my cart, log out of the app, yeah, go into that. the link, use, then use I can make us some or money. Your your browser on your phone, right? Instead of using the app. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right, that's the way I'll go. That's Thanks, Lyndon. And I appreciate everybody who has uh, who has been using those links to to make a huge difference here at the studio. It makes a world of difference. You, you have no idea, and it, and it is really helping to push us to make season ten the best season ever of Category Five Technology TV. Speaking of our partners, we've got to take a really quick break and uh, hear from one of them. We'll be right back after this. Now here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category5.tv network by shopping at GearBest. That's right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.tv slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, because Cat5.tv slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock-bottom prices. Do they have cell phones? You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets. What about uh, consumer electronics? Those make a great gift. Absolutely. From high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? 
It's like a superstore right from the comfort of your own chair at your computer through the interweb. Yeah, I, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of ele- uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, what about clothes? Yep. Both men and women, fashionable apparel at rock bottom, super duper prices. Kind of like this. Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than $30 plus free shipping at cap5.tv slash gearbest. All right. You kind of got me there. Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff? Uh, Now that the winter has passed, flying season. Do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh, my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, But, of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv slash GearBest. See, that's easy. Cat5.tv slash GearBest. That's right. Happy shopping. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. I am Sasha Dermatis. Sasha, Halloween is coming. (gasps) Don't forget, you can buy your Halloween costumes and all of the paraphernalia at Amazon through our affiliate links. Go to Category5.tv and click on Support Us and Partners. A big seller on our site this week was the Raspberry Pi 3 kit as well. Uh, Some of our viewers have discovered that you can go through that link and choose a different kit. And one of the kits that really stood out to me this week is that uh, some folks are buying a kit that is, has just come out that is specifically built for uh, RetroPie. So it comes with the game controller no. and it comes with it's everything that you need for retro gaming. So mm-hmm. I love that. You can get that through our links at cat5.tv slash pie. So and if you don't have one, let me tell you, I have one. It is amazing. It is a, every time, every single time Dave and I have people over, he sits them down on our couch and we have like this really good sound system. We don't have kids. Sweet. Um, and he <laughs> sits them down. You say that like it's tongue in cheek, but the truth is, is that, <laughs> you know, I put away the sound system because the tweeters are not buttons. Right, exactly. Like we yeah. have a really, really nice living room full of like, it has a, we have a really great 4K, 4K TV. We have Beautiful. A, yeah. So... The retro pie is like literally like we have a PS4. A, we have they're everything. Playing, they're playing but, Super Mario Bros. Oh, NES edition on 4K oh my TV. Goodness. It's not a lie. Like Pac-Man, Frogger. It's ridiculous. But That's astound- astounding. I love it. Yeah. Oh, he just drags them in from the street. I swear. Dave is like, come, <laughs> come play games with me. Oh, great. Pretty much because I get fed up after 14 seconds. <laughs> Sasha, tonight, uh, speaking of old gear, uh, we are going to be looking at this old laptop, which has a burnt-out, dead um, uh, cooling system. Okay. And what happens when a cooling system goes out on a computer? Any guesses? It gets really hot. It does get really hot. (laughs) But what happens when it gets really hot? Any other guesses? It melts the things that are delicate inside of it? See, you would think so. That makes sense, right? But lucky us... Somebody said, oh, let's build something into a laptop and a computer that says, hey, if it gets really hot, 
something's obviously wrong with the cooling system. So we're going to do one of two things. First of all, we're going to try turning down the clock speed of the processor, making the computer slower to generate less heat. I like this. So all of a sudden, my computer starts going really slow. What? But it's not blowing up. But it's not melting. Then, if that fails and the system still says, hey, the processor temperature is still too hot, it's not cooling down fast enough, it'll just turn off. Okay. So those are the two main symptoms that you're going to encounter. And people will bring in a computer and say, you know, my computer is so slow. Do I have a virus or this or that? And then it turns out that the cooling fan is not running. And so the computer slows down the, the whole system in order to prevent overheating. Is that something you would be able to hear happening? Like, mm -hmm. can you? Okay. You can. And there are some other things, uh, some other telltale signs. We're going to be looking at this old laptop tonight. Uh, we're going to tear into it and see if it's something that we can possibly fix right here on the air. Right. But before we get right into that... Let's jump over to the newsroom. Sasha's been itching to do the news tonight because it's the first time in a while. I know. And it's, it's back to the newsroom, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're it's, setting up your new studio, oh, everything. Sweet. It's like it's a new teleprompter, though. Like yeah. It's not new, I guess, to us because Shelly used it, right? Perfectly. Perfectly, I hear. Um, <laughs> it is new to me. So please bear with me. I believe I can make this happen. But it could be a little choppy. Yeah, this is the only show where we're going to give you the backstory on <laughs> why we mess things up before we mess them up. Yes. I apologize in <laughs> advance if my sentences seem oh, fragmented. Boy. Oh, there you my go. cooling system is off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here we go. It's Wednesday, October 5th, 2016. And here are the stories we're covering this week. We may finally find out just what's legal and illegal to watch on Cody boxes as a man charged with selling them is taking it to the top court. An artificial pancreas has been approved by the FDA. Johnson & Johnson is warning that one of their insulin pumps can be hacked to administer lethal doses of insulin. If you or someone you love are diabetic, stick around for info. NVIDIA is on the autonomous vehicle game but they're taking a different approach. Rather than programming the car how to drive, they're using AI to teach it how to drive, more like how people learn. A Commodore 64 is still in, in operation at an auto shop and has been working solid for the last 25 years. It's almost time to retire. And Google is officially in the hardware game. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Jeff Weston. Yaman. You're building a brand new beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. For just $5 and a bit of change per month, you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. Ooh. So your own .com. Nice. 
to put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories from the Category5.tv newsroom. Android, or Kodi, boxes allow users to stream subscription content such as Premier League football and blockbuster films free of charge. The box itself isn't illegal, but after an 18-month investigation against Brian Middlesbrough, Council thinks selling them preloaded with the ability to view copyrighted material is. The Middlesbrough businessman appeared briefly at Teesside Magistrates Court on Tuesday afternoon where he requested a judge hear his case. Middlesbrough Council brought the first ever prosecution relating to the sale of Android or Cody boxes. Speaking afterwards, Brian told the press, I'm just standing up for myself. I'm going to fight it. Mr. Middlesbrough is being charged with advertising a product to circumvent technological measures. The two sides spent most of the hearing arguing over which court the case should be heard in, but ultimately Brian opted for the Crown Court. I'm going on the direction of my solicitor, who has been dealing with this for the, at the last 10 years, and he knows the job better than most people sat in there, he said after the hearing. It doesn't matter which court I go to. If I go into the magistrate, magistrate's court, they've never dealt with a case like that before. Now, I would rather go, to hire, go higher up the chain to somebody who does know what they're talking about, as all they're talking about is a gray area. And that gray area relates um, to what can and can't be watched legally. He says, everyone is interested. We might as well just get it sorted out for good in court. Mr. Middlesbrough was granted unconditional bail ahead of his hearing on October 27th at Teesside Crown Court. I'm wow. interested in that because it seems like... Like the cable companies really don't want Cody, which is understandable because sure, yeah. cable companies make money mm -hmm. um, based on viewership and advertisements. But I also understand how it can be illegal, right? Like it's totally free. And so if it's totally free, the people on the shows don't get paid, right? They, they can't. They can't make yes. the money. I mean, I guess I know, they're making it's a, it's way a completely more money. Than, it's a completely different world. Yeah. I mean, our show, our studio, you can download every single episode through BitTorrent. And it's provided by the studio. Right. But we are volunteers. We are volunteers. But and not every... We have bills to pay. Right. So our model, it, it does not rely so much on the advertising commercials than right. the fact that you would go through our links to buy the things that are being advertised right like i it's love an interesting twist yeah i have cody okay can i say that? the software or the box software. like a box like, like i okay. downloaded it on my computer right. actually dave downloaded it on his computer okay. i don't know if that's illegal or illegal i probably shouldn't have said it if it's illegal but uh oh <laughs> no, it's the, it's the use of illegal content oh, okay and that's what they're really trying to crack down on okay. and it makes sense Unlike yeah. Category 5 TV network shows that are provided Which, free, and we encourage you to download them and share them, um, it's not free to download other shows. Interesting to see how it actually works. It will be, be telling, mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. 
One week ago, the U.S. Federal Drug Administration approved a device that could make the lives of those diagnosed with diabetes much easier. There are two types of diabetes, type 1 and type 2. In the case of type 1, the pancreas doesn't produce any insulin to regulate the blood sugar. In type 2, either the pancreas doesn't produce enough or the body can't utilize what is produced efficiently. Those with diabetes need to carefully regulate their blood sugar and if they don't, it could be fatal. For years, companies around the world have been developing a system where blood glucose levels are continuously monitored, reducing the highs and the lows patients may suffer throughout the day. Dubbed the artificial pancreas, the device would further ensure the safety of people with diabetes. A sensor called the continuous glucose monitor is placed under the patient's skin and measures the blood glucose or sugar levels in the fluid around the cells. A small transmitter then sends the information to a receiver where it determines dosing levels. That then sends the information to the insulin pump, which adjusts accordingly. The system is targeted specifically towards those with type 1 diabetes four years and older, but in the future could be used for those with type 2 diabetes. I love this. I love this especially because I have, well, two aunts that have type 2, wait, type 1 diabetes. I just read it in the news. You think I would know the difference. The one where your your pancreas doesn't work at all. They're insulin dependent. Type 1. And I have a friend who has a son who is also like that. And everybody goes through a rebellious stage. And if you go through a rebellious stage and you have diabetes and you Mm. just want to be against authority in some way, the best way to control that is to... I guess minimize how much you need automate the process right so if you have something implanted in you of course we all know I am all into like robots taking over the world (laughs) Um, but if you have something that's inside of you that takes away the ability to possibly intentionally or maybe unintentionally do something wrong with your insulin that is great news because Mm. people can under duress or for some reason i don't know why but not take insulin when they should or take too much when they shouldn't this will circumvent all of that well and speaking of taking too much what happens if someone hacks these e-cyber devices yes while we're on the topic pharmaceutical firm johnson and johnson has warned that one of uh, one of its insulin pumps for diabetics is at the risk of being hacked causing an overdose the firm said the vulnerability concerned is the one touch ping pump which is only sold in the u.s and canada Johnson & Johnson says that there have been no reported attacks and that the risk was extremely low, but nevertheless, the risk is there. The company says that users of the Animus one-touch ping pump can take precautions such as not using the pump's remote and programming the device to limit the maximum dose. Yikes. Scary when lives are on the line. Really great news that they, ahead of the game, gave us a warning and gave us precautions against. So, thank you. There need to be regulations put into place that specify the security that is required by these devices. Because companies that are not security savvy Mm -hmm. are releasing technologies that are dangerous if compromised. It's true. I just noticed the picture on that news story and I really like that girl's nails. 
you really <laughs> on a side note <laughs> she's distracted she's like oh this orange really and blue and pretty green. oh my goodness a little bit of pink i only have one bottle of nail polish my toenails have always been the same color this is crazy <laughs> oh dear okay nvidia's driverless car learns from observing humans I don't know if that's a good idea. NVIDIA calls their prototype vehicle BB-8, and it's a Lincoln MKZ, or MKZ, depending on where you're viewing. While you can pick up a Lincoln that's loaded with near-autonomous driving features, NVIDIA shut them all down in their test vehicles. They wanted the car to use its neural network to actually figure out how to drive. That meant observing human drivers on the road. Hmm. They mounted cameras to other test vehicles and then took them out on the road. The video footage they recorded was then handed over to the BB-8 so that the AI could analyze it and figure out how to reproduce the behaviors it observed. The results are pretty impressive. While BB-8 mows down a traffic cone at the start of the video release last week, but it handles plenty of real-world situations, including driving on dirt roads and driving in the dark with ease. Again, it's doing all this without ever being explicitly told anything, like how to identify the edge of a road or what another car looks like. That part's cool. Learning from people drivers isn't great for me, only because I watch them on the roads and think that they don't have a clue. Anyway, one, <laughs> one common gripe in the 21st century is that nothing is built to last anymore. Even complex, expensive computers seem to have a relatively short shelf life nowadays. However, one computer in a small auto, auto repair shop in Poland has survived the last 25 years against all odds. Wow. I know. <laughs> the computer in question here is a Commodore 64. Commodore C64 that has been balancing drive shafts nonstop for a quarter of a century. The C64C looks like it would fit right into a scene from Fallout 4 and has even survived a nasty flood. This Commodore 64 contains a few homemade aspects. How a few homemade aspects, however. The old computer uses a special waveform generator and vibration sensor in order to measure changes in pressure, acceleration, temperature, strain, or force by converting them to an electrical charge. The C64C interprets these signals to help balance the drive shafts in vehicles. The Commodore 64 was released in January 1982 and still holds the title for being the best-selling computer of all time. It was for sure my first computer. When I look back at that, I feel like that's exactly what my computer looked like when I was growing up. <laughs> all you needed is to throw a pizza box on the side. Yes. I love. Love it. Okay. Google has eventually entered the hardware game, which means some serious competition for companies like Apple. Google's new phone, called Pixel, was first teased last month and yesterday marked the official release date. The campaign is now rolling out across the six major markets where the phone will first be available. The United States, Australia, Canada, Germany, 
India, and the United Kingdom. During Google's launch event yesterday for the Pixel, a VR headset, and several other devices, Google CEO Sundar Pichai said that the time is finally right for the company to enter the product space by bringing together Google's artificial intelligence software with a sleekly designed hardware. He says we are evolving from a mobile-first to an AI-first world. Big thanks this week to Roy W. Nash, the Albuquerque Turkey, and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us. If you found a new story you'd like to send, email it to newsroom at category5.tv. For all your tech news with a slight Linux bias, visit the category5.tv newsroom at newsroom.category5.tv. For the category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. And I'm back. Thanks, Sasha. <laughs> this is Category 5 Technology TV, and you'll find us online at www.category5.tv. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, and you can also follow us on Facebook for some of the behind-the-scenes things that we say. Yes. We're also on Twitter, at Category 5 TV, and you'll find us there. Awesome. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. Well, folks, uh, I, I realize as we look at the clock that we're not going to have time to completely do the repair that uh, that we're hoping to do uh, to this laptop. So we're going to make this a two-part uh, segment, and we're going to come back to this next week and, okay. and actually do the repair. But let's talk a little bit about what we can do if our cooling system is not working. Right. One of the things, when you fire up a laptop and you have the symptoms that I described earlier on the show, uh, you can feel... If the fan, look for these fins that, uh, that are on your computer. And then on this particular computer, you see this? These are the, yes. This is the cooling system here. So that's the, the kind of the copper heat sink. And, and there's a fan underneath here that is blowing air out of the laptop. So it tries to remove that hot air. So if it's not working, you're not going to feel the hot air coming out of the, the hole there. If you're using right. a, a laptop right now, Hold your hand up and you'll feel that wind. It's just a very subtle wind and it's just blowing quietly, but you can feel that warmth coming out. That's an awesome test. It works. Good. If you're not sure, <laughs> lips are the most sensitive to heat. Just give it a kiss. Who knew? Yeah. Kiss your computer. Just take a moment now. Just like that. Kiss your computer. <laughs> There's the screen grab for tonight. <laughs> yep, it's broken. It's not blowing my face. There uh, you go. Yeah. As Robbie kisses Becca's computer. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> we can get onto Amazon. We can get online. And, you know, it's it's only going to cost you about 10 bucks to get a new cooling system for it. I'm going to show you what this looks like real quick here. That's not expensive at all. Not at all. It's going to take a little bit of time. You know, it's not like going into a computer shop where they've got it in stock. Maybe right. you've got a computer shop locally who will sell it to you, but they'll probably sell it to you for much more. So you can find that on but Amazon. Can like you that. also find it in our shop? Well, you can go through our... No, it's not in okay. our shop. Okay. Okay. It's going to be different, a different okay. model for every single laptop. Um, but what you can do is go through our affiliate link if you like, and okay. that would support us uh, when you find it. Uh, we get $0.65, cents, which would be brilliant. That's really great, actually. <laughs> if everybody just goes and buys one of those fans. 
There you have it. Our fans so, by our fans. That would be great. It just goes right in there, and we're going to mount that next week and see how it uh, how it keeps this thing cool. But that's the problem with this particular laptop. It gets really, really hot, and then it clocks down. keeps running, but it's running super slow. So after one hour of use, it's practically unusable. Right. So by simply replacing it with a $10 fan part, I mean, you look at that. It's so simple. And right. folks don't realize that you don't necessarily have to pay uh, a technician two hours labor and $60 for the part in order to fix something as simple as that. Right. So one of the things we want to learn, uh, teach on uh, Season 10 of Category 5 TV is more of these kind of DIY uh, jobs, the stuff that I'm confident that you're capable of. And just with a little bit of know-how and, and knowing what to do, we're going to be able to do some, some general service ourselves. I'm actually really excited to learn this because I do have a laptop and I don't use it as often as I should yeah. because I have a smartphone, right? Right. So I'm usually on my phone versus my laptop. But mm-hmm. as I do use my laptop, I want to know that I can fix it. So this right. is good. As an author, uh, my wife, Becca, <laughs> likes to use a laptop so that she's got a keyboard and she can, you know, it's much more comfortable than you're not going to write a book on a phone. But, of course, we right. use our phone for social media and things like that. Becca, incidentally, is uh, <clears throat> a published author. Now. Tell me about it. So um, she got her first uh, acceptance for she's being published, uh, one of her short stories in a magazine. So, so it's super cool. It's wild because, I mean, this is the world that we live in. But it's, uh, it's an Indian magazine that comes straight out of India. And it's right. worldwide availability and distribution and... Um, it's very cool. So I'm excited for her, and we're going to talk more about it that when it happens. And so I'm cool. We'll get a copy of it. Congratulations, Becca. Show it to you. Yeah, it's exciting. Go to BeccaFerguson.com, B E K A H. Check out my wife's books. Very cool. Written well, not on a smartphone. No. <laughs> so we're going to take a look at this next week. All right. I'm okay. going to set it aside for now. And uh, hey, folks, chat room. Nice to see you. Lots of folks talking about uh, the render process, wondering if we use GPU instead of CPU. Um, Do we know what those terms are? CPU, central processing unit. Okay. GPU, graphical processing unit or graphics processing unit. Okay. So we have an NVIDIA card in the render computer, the computer that we use with Blender. um, and And Blender will use the CUDA cores on the graphics card, which are... I suppose significantly faster and in more supply than central processing cores. So it allows you to render things faster and without putting such a load on the CPU. That's great. So Blender does support that and it does that. <laughs> Our stitching software, however, is okay, PixPro and it's available from Kodak and it's a free software and it's, it does a fantastic good. job, but I believe it's all CPU. It doesn't seem to have any form of acceleration at all. It's it just does its thing, but it it works well. Mm-hmm. So and it works on any operating system. No, unfortunately, PixPro is Windows only. But um, with Blender, it'll run on anything: Mac, okay. Windows, okay. Linux. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they can work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Get going on it. Get Kodak. going. Nah, they don't care. Uh, and that's one of the things, like because it's such a new technology, not to digress in, back into the camera thing, but it's such a new technology that there's not a lot out there. Right. X-Pro was one of the first consumer cameras available for 360 video, so the free tools are available and out, out there. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, but there there will be a growing number of tools available as 
it becomes more popular. Right. Really, honestly, other than this <clears throat> special, the only other time I saw anything even advertised as like a 360 thing was yeah. the Star Wars. There was a Star yeah, Wars intro. Yeah, was cool? thing. Yeah. It was awesome. That was one of my first exposures to it as well. So that was really recent, right? Yeah. Like that was like this is new tech. Last. We're at the bleeding edge, yeah. folks. It's not even the the gear is not even out yet. I love it. Here we are. Yeah. We are going to have some amazing gear specials. And here's a little challenge for you, folks. If there is anything that you would like us to review, I'm just going to put this out there, folks, uh, because this this is your show as much as it is Sasha's or mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to know from you, what do you want to see on the show? So think about hardware. What right. would you like to see? Uh, we're looking at various cameras and microphones and different video cameras for the show this can be one of two things it's either like maybe it's something you're interested in maybe purchasing yourself Mm -hmm. and so you want us to review it beforehand for you exactly or maybe it's something that you already have and love and you want to share the information with the world so you say hey review this that way everybody finds out what it is and you're sharing the information with everyone so one of two you want it don't have it want to know how it works or you have it, you love it, and you want to share it with everyone else. I think it's such a cool opportunity that Category 5 Technology TV presents in Season 10 in that, as Sasha says, if you want something, you can see it tested here first. But what's mm-hmm. unique about it is if you send us an email and say, okay, here's the gear that I want, but I want to know if it does this. Mm-hmm. Or here's the camera that I want, but I'm not too sure about the low light performance. Can you test it for me? Right. There might be some opportunities there. So get those emails flowing. Send us an email live at category5.tv. Lots of great stuff for you coming in season 10. I'm excited and uh, I, I have to keep my mouth sipped for I know. a lot of it. I have to too now that i know some things yes which is not smart we've already said too much (laughs) wednesdays great season wacky wonderful wild wednesdays that's good i like it yep so at the beginning of this show we were like oh this hour what will we do with this hour let's do a laptop we actually had a last minute cancellation tonight (laughs) folks so our interviewee uh became unavailable unfortunately and so we've rebooked that but it happened literally half hour before the show yeah robbie was looking really calm and relaxed a half an hour before the show she's not exaggerating um but i'm kind of happy they canceled like i'm sad they canceled officially if you're watching (laughs) because i need you to rebook but I just feel like this whole hour has been filled and fun. And we're catching up with Sasha Dermatis, and that's an important thing after all this time. It's been a while, eh? Like, it's hard to believe how quick time flies. So season nine was basically here and there. You made it for pre-records. Exactly, because I went back to the clinic. I started working back at the clinic and stopped at the bar Mm -hmm. um, November 1st. So Mm -hmm. 11 months ago, I stopped here. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. Because October. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Holy cow. And then I did a couple pre records whenever, mm-hmm. you know, but we always aim to we be don't live. We very do often. not like pre recording. And pre recording sometimes gets a little bit awkward because there's no chat room really. And yeah. I, I find that if I know that I'm not really on the spot, I'm a little bit more awkward. So <laughs> pre records are a little crazy at times. Yeah. I'm happy to be live. Cheers, Senor Wences, in the chat room, saying that the uh, the Enterprise drone 
review that I did on the dronezone.tv was one of the best that he's seen in a while. I appreciate that. That's fun. Uh, I want to do so much more for you on the Drone Zone. There's so much cool stuff coming there as well. Really putting my focus on Category 5 technology TV just for the moment because we're rolling over to Season 10. Mm -hmm. And then things are going to be really taken off. Yeah. I would really like to, you know maybe get back in to try it by it not to add things to your plate and not to do that right no away. that'd be it's fantastic like, see that was about the time that you left yeah we were just getting that off the ground we got one episode done <laughs> did the pilot one episode. episode she's got the pilot one and out we even picked it up and it had over a half a million views <laughs> and then people are like when's the next episode the one hit wonder <laughs> yes so yeah oh, we'll boy. get rocking with everything it'll yeah. be amazing it is going to be a great season folks for category five make sure you've got us on roku cody plex and uh, our roku channel is expanding and we're going to have our live feedback Right. As soon as possible, we're working with some folks. Here's something fun that you may already know, maybe you don't. I uh, I contribute to Patreon, right? Which and we you, appreciate that. Yeah. But that was not for the thanks, but this is for the the hint. So if you do even like a little bit, you get these cool emails that Robbie oh, sends you've been out. Those? Yeah. Robbie sends them out a lot of emails. Patrons only. So Patrons, when you support the yeah, show so through Patreon. Like behind the scenes, little tidbit. So I've been gone this whole season, this whole last season, but I've been able to kind of keep my finger on the pulse because mm -hmm. I get these little tidbits of information here and there. Not here and there, like weekly. <laughs> um, three times a week if we're doing a 360 special. <laughs> sometimes, every yeah. single day. I'm like, Daily oh, updates. it didn't go well, eh? Mm, yeah. So. Our patrons, uh, you know, I try to give you that behind the scenes yeah. and, and you know what's going on even when we're not on the air. Right. So let's say you're somebody who can't completely watch live anymore because we switched from Tuesdays to Wednesdays, Right. Maybe just throw a little contribution at Patreon, and then you'll be able to keep your finger on the pulse. You'll have to watch later the shows. You can't watch live, but you kind of get a sure. snappy response on what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like it. Love it. Well, thanks for being here, folks. A great season ahead, and this is Category 5 TV Season 10 as we get things rolling. Yeah. It's going to be a great season. I'm excited and looking forward to it. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Asha, for being here. Huh. Thank you for watching. Night, everybody. See you next week.